When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, SFFIA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy, because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording early. I, this is August 6th, and I am fresh off the recording of episode 110 that we just did. But our PTO apocalypse continues. Summer vacation time is we're all getting out as much as we can and are able to safely. And so this is recording early, and I am going to talk to you about speculative fiction on the edges of sci-fi fantasy, because I've read some ones recently that I would hesitate to necessarily incorporate into the full show, just because they are so sort of borderline genre fiction, but I think they're borderline in interesting ways, and so I'm using my license on Backlist to the Future to talk about them. Uh, But before I get into those picks, let us hear about our sponsor, which is TBR, Book Riot's subscription service offering reading recommendations personalized to your reading life. If you want great new sci-fi and fantasy books to read but are overwhelmed by all the publishing buzz, we can help. Tell TBR about your reading likes and dislikes and what you're looking for, and then sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email, so there is an option for every budget, and TBR is also available as a gift. Sign up only takes a few minutes. You answer a couple questions about what you like to read, what you're looking for, link up your Goodreads profile if you have one, and then you're done. And each TBR delivery contains three titles in the recommendations only level or three new hardcovers, and you'll receive a new shipment every three months. You can give your bibliologist feedback, update your requests to stay in line with your reading goals and expanding horizons, and basically have your own personal book concierge. Recommendations only are available worldwide, and hardcovers are available in the U.S. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. That's mytbr.co. All right. So I am cheating, as always, a little bit here because one of the books I want to talk about is pretty much brand new. But again, because I wouldn't normally be recommending it on the full show, I feel comfortable talking about it here. And I'm also going to tie it into a backlist title. So these are my rationalizations for my cheating. (laughs) My first title is She Who Became the Sun by Shelley Parker Chan, which is... Interesting, because it has these speculative elements. Uh, There are ghosts. Some people have sort of extra fighting abilities. And there are also these visible manifestations of destiny that come into play. But otherwise, it is very much historical fiction. 
It takes place in uh, the 1300s in China when China was under the rule of the Mongol hordes. So, you know, Genghis Khan, etc. And this is all like, you know, actual Chinese history, Ming Dynasty era stuff, but twisted for purposes of fiction. And so the main character is a young orphan girl who, when she loses her family, she decides that she is going to take on the identity of her brother, who was prophesied to have this amazing destiny. But he is dead. And she's like, you know what? I'm still alive. I deserve a destiny. So I'm going to take his. And so she changes her name to Zhu Changba, which is his name, she poses as a boy to enter this monastery, which is where he was supposed to go. And she then, you know, lives as him trying to achieve this amazing destiny. And it is so interesting the way the events of this book unfold, because really you get such a deep dive into what does it mean to want to survive? What does it mean to want to claim greatness? And like, how do you get there? And how afraid are you that somebody or something will get in the way of this destiny? And especially when you're keeping a secret, right? The way that Zhu is she has to like figure out what that means for herself um, and like how to hide it so that she can achieve her destiny. Or maybe is that right? Like there's big questions here. And there's also other characters that interact and are a huge part of the story um, in various ways. There's a young woman who is dealing with her being prescribed um, and like can she even have such an idea as a destiny because of the role that women are cast into and then there is uh, Uyang who is a eunuch and a, a general in the Mongolian ranks who is has his own need for vengeance and has sort of carved out this space for himself that's very complicated and conflicting and the way that they interact with these concepts of destiny and also these like, you know, the ghosts and the and the manifestations of that destiny, which you can literally see around some people. So good and so interesting. There's also some really intense questions about gender identity in here and queerness that are, I just think, beautifully handled. Uh, and Parker Chan has made like an amazing start to a series that grapples with so many big questions and gives us so much good you know, on the ground plotting and action and character development. It's I, I just loved it. I loved it. Uh, and, but again, it's like it's it's not full on fantasy. So it's an interesting edge case. Um, and I think a lot of y'all will dig it, especially if you are a fan of Wuxia novels, which I always feel like count as speculative because like I'm thinking particularly here of A Hero Born by Jin Yang which is the first in the Legends of the Condor Heroes series because like these are you know Wuxia is about uh, martial artists uh, it's epic stories of martial artists and a lot of these martial artists can harness the power of chi to do you know wild things like float through the air or, you know, kick extra hard or punch extra hard or manipulate other people's energy levels um, like you might see in, you know, movies that you may have watched. Uh, but it's it's it is sort of that speculative vibe to it, even if it's not technically full on fantasy. So if if those kinds of stories are your jam, you are going to want to pick up She Who Became the Sun by Shelley Parker Chan. It's real good stuff. 
My next edge case for you is sort of in the paranormal sort of ish in that there are some superpowers, but it's not really we don't really know how they happened or why, um, which feels very adjacent to a lot of the paranormal and superhero stories we have out there. My pick is The Talented Ribkins by Lady Hubbard. Which our main character, this is so, this is such a fun premise, y'all. So it's set in sort of contemporary times. And our main character is a 72 year old, like, con man, basically. He works money, he works jobs for a mobster. And he may or may not have been skimming some money off of the top and his boss, you know, his mob boss finds out. And so now he has like a week to come up with all of the money that he's been skimming or they're going to kill him. And so he's like, even though he's like theoretically too old for all of this nonsense, he's like, all right, well, I've been digging holes all over the country, cashing, you know, money and other things in the course of my journeys. So I'll just go around to my holes, dig up some money and like, it'll all be fine. But one of the holes is in the backyard of his estranged brother's house and he when he goes there he finds out that he has a niece he did not know about and the niece's mom is like you need to take her because she can do things the same way that your brother could the same way that maybe you can and I don't know what to do about it and Johnny is like well I guess this is happening I don't really have a choice here And so he and his teenage niece now are on the road, this very, like, odd couple situation. Uh, They don't have a lot in common. They don't know each other at all. But they both can do things that are maybe a little bit odd. Um, So Johnny can make a map of any space that you can name, whether or not he's been there. He can just, like, generate a map. Um, And his niece has her, her own powers. And... Also, what's sort of woven into this whole thread is that this is an African-American family and Johnny and some of his family uh, were part of the civil rights era working behind the scenes to use their powers to assist in those activist efforts. Um, And so he's sort of telling you, the reader and his niece, the history of the family that has sort of been lost and uh, and that nobody really knows about or wants to talk about for various reasons and trying to, like, find this money and evade, you know, his mobster boss's thugs and figure out how to help his niece and all of this stuff. Um, and it's just really enjoyable. It has a lot of American Gods vibes, I want to say. Like, if you are into an Americana road trip complicated family, weird powers situation, which is what this is, this is definitely one you're going to want to pick up. And again, like the powers are kind of, you know, they're not necessarily huge or flashy. And he's not out there saving the world from aliens like the Avengers or anything. This is like a much more sort of everyday kind of story, but it has a real weight to it. And it's really smartly done. And it's also very funny. And I just feel like, again, it's not 100% superhero or sci-fi or fantasy. But I think if you are a fan of those things, you will find a lot to love in this book. So again, that is The Talented Ribkins by Lady Hubbard. And this has been our dive into speculative edge case fiction. 
Thank you so much to Dr. Baker, who sound edits FSFF, yeah, uh, for making all of my flubs go away. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We super appreciate it. You can email us, as always, at sffyeah at bookriot.com, whether you have feedback or theme ideas or whatever. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts and maybe other places. Leave a review wherever you can. It helps other people to find the show. And in between shows, you can find me online on Twitter and Tumblr at Jen IRL. That's J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Or Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we'll talk to you next time. Happy summer. Happy summer.